When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. Today I'm chatting with one of our Autism Helper bloggers, Gina. Gina is a preschool teacher. She started the school year in a brand new classroom. She had a little bit of an interesting start to the school year. It didn't turn out exactly how she had planned. She'll share in a minute. But we chat about a lot of different topics and there's a lot of great take-home points in this conversation. The overarching theme that I really love is the big impact of small changes. And Gina shares a lot about different changes she made in her classrooms, whether it's the way she did schedules, the way she organized centers for her preschoolers, or even the way she implemented assessments and found time for one-on-one time with her students right off the bat. So I'm excited for you to hear all of these awesome ideas that she shares with us. Gina had kind of a rough start to her school year, actually. You, you want to <laughs> tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, if anyone gets a, an award for the most dramatic way to start a school year, I'm going to have to give it to myself because I ended up in the hospital with salmonella poisoning. So I literally was dying on the first day of school and only lasted three hours. Um, and you want to picture chaos of 10 new three-year-olds just oh wreaking God. havoc. Oh that was my first day of school. I cannot even imagine it was it was unbelievable. <laughs> that week, I had a bad cold, and Jean and I like were kind of messaging together on Instagram, and she's like, "I'm getting, I think I'm getting better, but maybe I'm still sick." And I got over my cold because I just had a cold, and then like a week later, Gina's like, "No, I'm in the hospital. I have salmonella." I was like, "Oh my god!" 
Yep. Not just the flu. Um, I always start off with something, but this was, this was pretty epic. So if, um, you think you have a bad or rough start, just know that you can do, you can do pretty much anything. (laughs) Yeah. So how is it? We're, we're a month, what, two months in? Yeah. Two months into the year. So everything is obviously very different than the first day, right? (laughs) Yes, we are doing exceptionally well because now I have the energy to actually reinforce and put in routines and run after little children instead of just sitting there sweating in a chair. Um, (laughs) And I definitely had, I pretty much almost changed something almost every day in my classroom since that day. (laughs) I mean, not that like you need to be, it's it's good to like have to make changes, but Mm -hmm. I think the fact that you can see that something isn't going well and then change it is what makes your classroom amazing. Cause I've done this and I've seen teachers do this where you just kind of dig your heels in and you're like, well, I made that schedule. So I'm going to have to make it work. <laughs> exactly. I made all my color coded tags. They will work in this order. <laughs> so can you tell a little bit about like, just like the layout of your day, how many kids you have, like all that kind of thing. So I've got 10 little sweet pea three-year-olds and half of them have IEPs and half of them do not. So we have a very nice mixed inclusive classroom and they're only with me for three hours in the morning and um, they, let's see, we have a like a breakfast and a choose time when they arrive and then we have circle time, we go outside for recess and then we have some centers and work with teacher and then um, bathrooming and pretty much snack and back pack up. It's time to go. Um, but it it has changed. Like I said, almost every single day I've had to eliminate something or add something, change the way I structured the room because they, they will get into everything. I found that out real fast. <laughs> what, what are some of the big changes that you made that made a big difference? So my center's time was the bane of my existence. I write about that in my post that you'll that you'll see. And it just I had first of all, I had it all open. So it was kind of a free-for-all because you picture, you know, the first day of school that you're gonna have your sweet little group and you're gonna go, look, little children, this is how we operate in blocks. Um, and then in reality, they all run to blocks and they just dump them and <laughs> they run around and they slip on them and they're tearing them out of each other's hands. And it's just kind of chaotic. So I just added more walls. I turned shelves around. Um, I had one big area of kitchen drama and blocks, and that was just insane. So I made them into separate areas with walls and the blue dividers are my godsend. So I can close them off physically when it's not time for centers, because again, explaining that to three-year-olds isn't it doesn't really work out (laughs) yes yeah Gina has a really awesome video that I saved on my Instagram highlights if you want to check it out where she literally physically closes and you can't it's not available like half of the room is closed off and yeah I mean thinking about little guys they're just their receptive language skills aren't there yet so when we're explaining like this isn't open now or first we're doing this. A lot of our little guys processing speed just isn't there to understand that. So there needs to be that physical division. Exactly. And, you know, reading everything on the autism helper, I've always been like, Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. But when you, like you said, you want to dig your heels in and be like, no, this is how I've designed it. And they, they will, they will go to my design. Um, it's just, it is totally fine to restructure stuff and add things and change them. And it's been amazing ever since I made those few little changes. It wasn't hard. Yeah. And I also like, I was, um, your post that is going out this week, you're talking about, um, starting the schedules on day one, which I think not everyone does. Yeah. It can be kind of daunting. You think like, 
I have enough to deal with. Um, how am I going to explain it to them all? And I just, again, that first day was really difficult anyway. And I had dreams of like a beautiful circle time and <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. I mean, you um, had salmonella, so let's yeah. <laughs> I had salmonella and 10 little people who've never been inside any type of setting before. Um, but we did put like breakfast on there and playtime and I think circle time. And we just literally, we all grabbed a hand and we took them up to the board and showed them hand over hand how to take it off and go match it. And then it was kind of like corralling like a bunch of like baby kittens because we get them all in, they jump out of the box or the (laughs) you go running after them and it was chaotic. It was loud. They were crying, but, um, we just kept at it. (laughs) And how's schedule checking schedule going now? It's, it is so amazing. I literally just stand there. And of course I have a few that need, um, prompting and I help them out, but I also send the other little kiddos. I'm like, you know, go help so-and-so like, go get them, show them where to go get their schedule. And they're, you know, they're all like baby mother hens and they help each other and they show them where to go. And I just stand there and I just kind of watch them all work around me. It's really, really, really awesome. (laughs) When you, the paraprofessionals in your class, did you work with them before? Are they new to you or the classroom? I had, um, one of them, when I first did my comprehensive classroom that you and I kind of worked on together and she is absolutely amazing and she really understands the value behind all the visuals and structures. And then I was so overwhelmed with what was going on that they gave me a substitute um, assistant and she's been amazing and we've taken the time to train her, even though she's really sweet, you know, she had no um, training with visual schedules, but now she's, she's getting it too. It's really w- wonderful. Yeah, Cause it sounds like they all did a great job on prompt fading as well. Like how did you explain, you know, prompt fading in relation to the schedule? Cause I see sometimes like even the most well-intentioned mm-hmm. paraprofessionals and some of the hardest working ones, they're doers. So they just want to do all the time and help all the kids. And that's not always a good thing. So how did you kind of explain that? I just, you know, I was like, we're really trying to promote independence, which is kind of crazy. You think they're only three and you know, it's only October. Um, but I just call it sitting on our hands and I'm, I'm kind of guilty of this too, where I want to just automatically go over there and start, you know, hand over hand or prompting myself. And we all just kind of look at each other and we put our hands up behind her, <laughs> behind her back. That's like, a good cue. <laughs> and, um, we kind of just look away and give them a minute because, I have a little friend who was kind of rushing in and just blowing by the schedules. And now, um, you know, all I have to say is check your schedule and he repeats me and he goes up and he actually finds his picture because he was checking everyone else's schedule. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and now we just kind of have to stop and let him do it and he can do it by himself now, which we wouldn't have known. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's so just that time that they need to not even just like fading the prompt, but just like giving them a second and waiting and seeing, you know, what? Yeah, because we're always in a rush, you know, like yeah. we've got stuff done, we got to get through a schedule, we have, you know, curriculum to do or a fine motor craft or bathrooming or something, but it's so important to just give them a minute, especially when they're little. Yeah. So are most <laughs> yeah. of these kids like brand new to school? Like this is their first year or have some of them had some preschool? One has been in a nursery school. That's it. So nine of them... Yes. And, uh, uh, four of them do not really have any like functional language. Um, and then it's, but you know, just setting those 
expectations and sticking to them, they have all in their way come like come up to them. That's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> preschool preschool's hard. The example I always use because I I've seen a lot of you know, preschool kids come in on, you know, they come in on mom's hip, even though they're like 42 pounds and they've like never left mom or dad for like the last three and a half years. And now they're in like a new room with new people and new expectations. And when I talk about like visuals being important, like it's like a classroom, it's like a foreign country or like another planet. Like literally they are in another planet or a foreign country and it's scary. So like having like structure and visuals to like know what's expected because your room is probably like Mars the first few days to them. They were like, what the heck is this place? This is so different than my house. Exactly. Is mom coming back? You know, they're very concerned with recess, which by the way, we did not do for at least three or four weeks because I was just terrified to go outside of the room. <laughs> like the thought of them all just taking off towards the woods was enough to just be like, I'm just going to stay inside forever. Actually. Yeah. Um, but now we're, we're, we're doing really well and just, <laughs> you got to ease in. <laughs> you, yeah. You got to just kind of take the plunge one day and, um, you know, they come in, are we at recess today? I don't know. Why don't you check your schedule? Um, and they, it just, you know, it saves me a lot of time. It keeps me on track. They know what to expect. And it's just, it literally is my most favorite part of my room, awesome. <laughs> my schedule boards. <laughs> What's like kind of, so like we're in the middle of the fall now, what's like the next kind of thing you're going to add into your room, whether or not this fall or like later, but kind of the next like component to add or like challenge or something like that. Oh, you uh, you're asking that? Yes. <laughs> A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, um, like I said, we have, I'm fortunate enough to have the two assistants to help me right now. And so while I've been assessing, I haven't been a part of the rotation. So now I've added myself to the rotation as a group and, um, you know, they saw my tag, which is a hot pink tag. And all it says is teacher R on it because I don't want some of them to get used to my face. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not there one day. And so they saw the hot pink tag and they were like, you know, someone were like, like, what's that? And I said, well, that's me. <laughs> so <laughs> they were really excited, um, to add me into their schedule. And that's, that's kind of what our next, our next part okay, is. Wait, explain this too. that. So the first two months of school, you weren't part of the rotation cause you were doing assessments. I love this. What, what was, explain that. Everyone says, you know, we get kind of scared and we're like, we, we have to be, you know, do everything all at once. But I mean, when we started, our kiddos did not really even know how to function, like move around the room, like go to the table. Um, so that was so important for me to follow them around and teach them all those things. And so I just took the first literally almost month and a half to 
go over assessments. And again, they don't last that long. So it took me a long time to see, you know, do they know how to match? Can they Mm -hmm. sit? Um, Can they do a task? Do they know any letters? So that, you know, that took a long time and it's totally fine if you're still doing it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because I think sometimes we feel like we have to be like on day one, like I have to run, you know, direct instruction and teacher time at my thing. And it's like, no, you have to train your staff and teach your kids to check their schedules and do their assessments. And that can take easily two months and that's okay. And it's so easy. And I, I still do this. I'm like, you know, saying all these things right now, but I catch myself all the time. You know, I'm on Instagram or Pinterest and people are like, I'm on week seven of the curriculum. And I'm like, what in the world? Are you kidding me? Like, I, like, I just got like so-and-so to the table yesterday and, um, I still had to sit behind him and you're on week seven and you're making like, (laughs) you know, painted art and everyone's like clapping and singing and laughing and we're having like accidents on the floor. And I'm just like, where are you teaching? (laughs) You have time for a pumpkin. Um, so, you know, we're getting there, but it can be hard. You've got that like fear of missing out or you're not doing enough, but you'll be, you'll be thankful later when you're a little and and now you know now you probably have a pretty good idea of each kid's skill sets I mean not knowing 10 kids is huge you know you have to learn everything about them exactly never assume you know what did you do the ables or did you do other like kind of informal assessments Uh, of course I did the yes I didn't even oh I didn't even set we did not actually talk about this before I just knew that she did (laughs) I'm obsessed with the ables um I absolutely love it. It takes me forever. I'm nowhere near, you know, being done, obviously, but um, that'll be a work in progress. And I don't do it on all of my kids if, um, you know, I have a couple that just are a little bit beyond some of the things. Um, but I do that. I do a little language screener and I do our um, basic assessments, you know, alphabet letters, numbers. Um, can they write their name? Just kind of like checking all those little basic things. But the ABLES is, it directs all my instruction. I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) Well, I, I, like, like I said, I just, I do really love that. And from the start that you just didn't put yourself in the rotation. I think that's a great way to set up your start of the year. Cause then instead of having a plan for, Oh, what independent activities can they do at like my teacher station? Instead, I'm just not even putting that in. I'll add it in later and I'll do everything else that I need to do staff training and teaching rotations and transitions and all that. So that's like a great suggestion for teachers for next year or even just like taking a month off and pulling yourself out of your schedule and doing everything else that you have to do. Exactly. And we're, you know, we're running off of you know, this old like CD player right now during circle time. And I have post-its around my room and I have like an area that like still kills my soul when I look at it. Cause it's not perfectly, you know, cute <laughs> and like clean. And, but right, right now everything is functional yeah. and that is the most important part. And again, I have to keep telling myself cause I see all these like adorable classrooms with like pillows that match the bulletin <laughs> boards. And I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's totally fine, guys. <laughs> but then when you see little baby four-year-olds and three-year-olds check their schedule by themselves, you can be like, it doesn't matter that I don't have matching chevron pillows and it's all good. <laughs> exactly. And I have a couple of pictures where, um, you know, it's the back of them. You can't see their faces that I've put on my posts of them actually in action checking their schedules. Love and it's that. the most horrible thing ever. They can barely reach the, the top tag. <laughs> oh, 
And remember, <laughs> I mean, Instagram and Pinterest, people only show the good. So you don't know what's like behind someone's back when they're taking the picture of the perfect little corner. The rest of the classroom might be a hot mess. So exactly. you know, we can't compare ourselves to that. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing about your class. Um, Gina blogs twice a month on the Autism Helper. She has a bu- everything we've talked about, basically. You have a ton of great photos um, on the website, and I'm sure more to come. And especially the video of the center reveal where she moves the blue um, divider was a very anticipated video. People were really into that. Um, but it's really cool to see and just kind of to literally physically close off half the room because three and four year olds are busy little humans. So just to literally close off that part of your room was a really smart idea. Um, so if you ever have any preschool related questions or ideas, please send them our way and Gina would love to help you out. Yes. Love you. Thank you. Thanks. Yes, you heard that right. You should start working on independence even with your baby three-year-olds. Independence is something we need to think about right away. Whenever I'm doing PDs, I will ask everyone, you know, who here has offered to follow around their student for the rest of his life? Shockingly, no one raises their hands because we need to always be working on independence. And I use that kind of silly example to highlight the importance of fading prompts right away and building up those independent skills immediately. So I love that Gina is really focusing on building independence with her little kids because we have to start it right away. My other favorite point is the focus on everything being functional. It doesn't have to be Pinterest perfect. If you wrote it with marker and laminated it with packing tape and it works, awesome. Use it. Go for it. Not everything has to be Pinterest worthy. It doesn't need to look exactly color-coded and adorable. As long as it's working for you and your students, you are on the right track. So, Take note of those functional things in your classroom and be proud of those. Those are Pinterest-worthy too in their own way. Did you know that two out of three teachers turn to Teachers Pay Teachers for educational resources? As a seller on TPT, this makes me so excited. I love seeing educators turn to other educators for support in their classrooms. There are so many great resources on Teachers Pay Teachers. And this could be made even better if we could involve school budgets in this process. Enter TPT for Schools. TPT for Schools makes it easy for administrators and teachers to collaborate when making curricular decisions. TPT helps you set up a way of using school funds for these resources. This is a new program and there's already over 5,000 schools registered. In the special ed world, this is even more important because we don't have that many resources and the resources that are provided for us might not be so appropriate for our class. To learn more about TPT for Schools, visit schools.teacherspayteachers.com. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum, everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.